you have previously, and we've talked about this before, been involved with having Grid Girls with the Shaw brand logo sort of wrapped around them. Um, what is your take on this? Why do you think we still have Grid Girls in this day and time? And, and is it a good thing or not? It's a tricky one. I feel really quite conflicted, actually. Um, inherently, I think as a as a woman and as a mother of two young girls who I really wouldn't want to be objectified I suppose and you know something I would feel quite strongly about um inherently approve is a funny word isn't it I uh, inherently I'm very uncomfortable with it however I know all the girls who have worked for sure as grid girls over recent years I've been in the job for about five and a bit years and they're just fabulous fabulous young women I mean I, I you know the, the fact that they're called girls is probably you know, a bit unfortunate in this day and age as well, but they're just really fabulous young women. They've all got great jobs. They've all got great brains. They've all obviously very pretty, very attractive girls because that's the kind of thing they're doing. Ultimately, I viewed them as ambassadors for my brand. You may be aware that, you know, that they, they were dressed really quite differently back in the day um, when I joined the company. That did make me feel very uncomfortable. They were dressed in minuscule tops and incredibly skinny uh, leggings, shiny leggings, um, everything was kind of on show, and that really doesn't sit with my brand. It doesn't sit with Shaw as a, a as a as a as a family brand. We're not a men and motors type of brand. However, when I took a step back, thought you know these are local girls from the island, they're great ambassadors for us. I would personally have preferred them to be dressed in a more seemly manner I suppose so we did some work onto onto the you know effectively the uniforms that they wear so they are dresses but having said that you know you are in the marketing game as such mm-hmm. so is it just simply a case of the age-old adage sex sells because at the end of the day you're not putting the Shaw logo on a banner you're wrapping it around a, a woman and quite often it's around her sort of chest area indeed. isn't it indeed so um a- anybody who knows me anybody who knows me through work will know that I have always felt really quite uncomfortable with it in this day and age in the the space we inhabit you know post 2017 post trump post weinstein whatever I, it doesn't feel relevant clearly they're very attractive girls and they're nice to look at and people like to take photos of them but who am i to tell uh, a, a, a a clever and independent young woman what she should and shouldn't do you know what who am i to tell it so the only thing i can do is not exploit you the only thing i can do is make sure that you're dressed you know in a way that represents my brand and and you're comfortable with and that there's someone safe around if your manager isn't around or your mum's not around or something like that you know it's almost be like you know good girl auntie kind of stuff you know and, and you've got somewhere to come we're also joined by jordan on the phone jordan thank you so much for being with us today as well um so you yourself uh, have been involved in in this kind of work i think with, with sarah too uh, first of all tell us why you got involved in the first place um for me one of my friends asked me whether it'd be something i was interested in and Absolutely. I mean, it's so much fun. You're involved in the sporting event that you get to soak up all the atmosphere. And a lot of the time you have the best view of this sport from a perspective that other people just don't get. So I'm allowed to interact with all the sponsors, all the staff and all the sportsmen and all of the visitors. And then I also get to stand there on the start line and see all of the bikes pull off. So you really do get involved in a way that other people just can't. And I did it because I I wanted to. I mean, it's good fun. It's good money. And I know that the rest of the girls, we just really enjoy it. 
I suppose when it comes down to it, though, when you are down there on the grid line, uh, on the start line, and you know, you, you're around all the riders and everything basically you are there in a way to be looked at aren't you because you know you've got the photographers there who you know they won't seem to take a photo of the riders without having a a gorgeous girl sort of on their arm as such how does that make you feel do you feel objectified as some people are saying in the media today no not at all I've, I've never actually been in a position um in the promotional work where I felt I've been taken advantage of or I felt objectified in any way I mean we're quite lucky that our bosses um when we are doing these work, we're very well looked after. It was almost like unobtainable attractions, like nobody can really get too close. And quite often, especially during um, the TT, um, the media are more interested in the riders and they kind of ask us to move out of the way because it really is about the sport and we're just there to promote a brand on the day. So, okay, so who do you think you are there for? Do you think you're there for the fans then? Is it more the fans that are interested in you being around? Or who sort of pays the most attention to you? Um, Definitely the fans. I mean, they want to soak up every single aspect of the sporting event. So they want to be able to interact with the riders if they can. They want to be able to interact with us as the girls. Um, We can talk to them. And it's really just building connections and it's building like that brand awareness of the sponsor that we're representing as well. And putting out a good brand image is really what it's all about. And I should say as well, you know, there's been a lot of reaction from other grid girls all around the world and in all different sports over the past couple of days since this has all come to light. An interesting thing that's coming out, as Sarah just alluded to, is, you know, we're not talking about just girls who do nothing but look beautiful. You all have backgrounds and you yourself. Um, tell us a little bit about you. Yes, so for the two years I was doing the TT, I was training to be a barrister. Um, I've now been called to the Bar of England and Wales, and I'm now learning the Manx Bar and the New York Bar simultaneously. Um, I know the other girls I've worked with are doing degrees in accountancy and business management. We're not just sort of um, bimbo, so to speak, who are just being used. We We are intelligent women making the decision to do this job, to earn decent money in an enjoyable way. Absolutely brilliant. I have to ask then, what do your colleagues and in fact, what do your parents think of of you doing the grid girl work? Do they have any qualms about it? No, not at all. In fact, when I've been working, my mum is always there trying to spend as much time with me and she's telling everybody that I'm her daughter because I think people don't expect a lot of um, girls in these positions. They just sort of think you're a pretty face and, and nothing else. But I think it's quite nice when you can surprise people and sort of shock them and be like, well, actually, she's not just a grid girl. She's also um, training to be an accountant or she's training to be a lawyer. It's, it's nice that you can have that twofold. And quite often people are surprised that, you know, you've, you've got a brain, but it's nice to surprise people, I think. And uh, I believe you, you ride a bike as well, don't you? I do. I ride a sports bike. I absolutely love motorbikes. So for me, the passion for the GT is sort of twofold. And as a grid girl, I really get involved and get up to be close to the bikes and the riders. So I guess the, the, the other question I want to ask you then is how you feel about the fact then that there are people um, who are trying to stop this because, you know, there's people who I suppose call themselves feminists as such who are who also say, oh, this is wrong. And in a way, you know, they're coming from it from a point of view of thinking that they are helping. Um, but what would you say to that? Well, I actually think that's quite a sad sort of um, state to be in. I mean, as modern women, we're encouraged all the time to celebrate our our intellect, our bodies, our talents, and make our own decisions. And these group of women, although they may think that they're being protective in saying that the ring girls are 
being um, objectified or in a demeaning career, what they're actually doing is taking away their choice and their control to make their own decisions about what they want to do. I think what needs to happen is they need to be talking to the girls in the promotional model industry and seeing what they want and how they feel because they're the ones in the position to be able to give a really honest and clear view on it rather than those sort of outside looking in.